Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Aliverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and joined, as always, by Will. But for the Aliverse this week, we also have a special guest, the one, the only, Steph O'Sims. Hello, <laughs> Steph. What an intro. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no, it's great to have you here. Steph, can you tell us, and all of our listeners... Who you are, because I... All five of them. Oh, yeah, all five. And Sam's <laughs> mum. We've got Sam's mum as well. She really wants to hear... Yes! All, all about you. Uh, <laughs> this one goes out to Douglas. We, we've... <laughs> it's been so long since we've actually used that gag of Sam's mum. It's not even a good gag, but it's it's just become part of the show now. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> it's a mainstay. Obviously, um, me and Sam know a bit about you, but for everyone that doesn't, can you tell everyone who you are and what you do? I'm Steph... Um, I'm a YouTuber and <laughs> YouTuber Deska, <laughs> and I make videos on mostly The Sims Four. Uh, occasionally, whatever the f- I feel like making. Oh wait, can I swear on this podcast? Yes, you can. <laughs> it's been five <laughs> seconds. <can>. Okay. <laughs> I'll bleep the first one, but after that, I'm not putting the effort in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those first thirty seconds for the ads. <laughs> Oh, um, we wish um yeah, carry on. <laughs> what do the, i just do um absolute fuckery on the internet is what i do you are like the living embodiment of a shit post sometimes it's quite it's quite entertaining it's to true. watch the I'm basically 12 a... layers of memes <laughs> i only uh make youtube videos occasionally i basically spend all of my time in a hole editing the videos right <laughs> yeah i i did do a bit of research and watch a couple of your videos in preparation and i was going to say like the the level of effort that's gone into making producing those is is pretty intense it's it's, (laughs) they're very funny like it's just it it seems i don't think i've watched a video in a long time where there's just so many jokes crammed in to one episode it's really i know what the joke per minute is yeah (laughs) we should do a tally per second might be more accurate well i think i just watch the videos so many times while i'm editing them that i get bored so i'm like (laughs) i need to change this and so i edit it again and again and again and it just (laughs) never ends (laughs) yeah never ending spiral of cramming as much into it as possible (laughs) i'm also not that funny i just i script the videos before most for most of them oh insight behind the curtain yeah i know I'm just on Punipedia constantly. I live <laughs> oh there. God. Um, can, can I tell you my favourite joke of your last video? Because I did note it down because I, it had Oh, the stitches. last one. Yeah, you. Mo- I think it's was your most it recent one. by chance an anime, anime related It was. It was. Anime. <laughs> it was because it was, was it? one of the few, few memes that I got. Do you wanna, are you going to try and get Nice. <laughs> I think it's about chickens. It is about chickens. It, it, it was. <laughs> If you did want to create Attack on Titan with a colossal cock, you can be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the dancing the colossal titans in the background was the piece de resistance. Yeah, because the, the chickens in The Sims 4 are technically objects, and any object in the game, you can scale it up. So I just made a massive, a massive cock, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. Thank you very much, Seth. Okay. <laughs> so before we move on to the actual anime um, content of this uh, episode, um, where can people find you? Where obviously you've said YouTube. Where what's your handle and stuff? Oh, I am youtube.com slash Steffo Sims. And then I think I'm the same on Twitter and Instagram. 
and Twitch as well. I occasionally stream, but not very often. Cool. Um, Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Everyone go give Steph a follow. Uh, thank you, Sam's mom. Okay, so <laughs> Steph. Oh, she already follows. It's fine. Oh, She's already there. There we go. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry, Steph. We're probably not going to do much for your channel here. What, <laughs> oh, Steph, I want to know what your history is with anime. What, uh, what got you into anime? Have you got any shows that you can think of that like really sort of were gateway shows for you? Set um, the bar, stand out. Um, well, I didn't actually, I'd never seen any anime until I lived with Sam. <laughs> ah, okay. I don't think I'd seen anything at all and it was just constantly on in the house. I actually was held against my will at gunpoint <laughs> and Sam forced me to watch anime. <laughs> I told you it's my mission to turn everyone in the world into a weeb. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to do that by force. And <laughs> o- well, we lived. Uh, Ollie was there as well, so I guess I was just outnumbered. There was no way I was ever getting the TV remote. So exactly, I just had it was to just, it was adapt two or weebs die. against none. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so in this, I can't like, actually remember what the first show we watched was. I was going to say in this spiraling uh, whirlpool of. Uh... Anime. I think the okay. first one you tried to show me was Attack on Titan, and I didn't yes. sleep for like three days. So, oh my um, god, we put that one in the bin for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we, you talk about how she couldn't get the remote. There was this this one moment after she was introduced to Attack on Titan where that was it. I'd come down to get ready to go to work in the morning, <laughs> and she'd still be there, blanket <laughs> overhead, and you would just hear like the. I've watched 17 episodes. I can't stop. Levi. (laughs) I could never do anything half-assed. I I don't know if you can tell by watching my videos, but I just have to go all in anytime. So if I start a new show, I'm finishing it before the end of the week. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a good way to be, I think, especially with anime. I think that's... Sam's... Even Sam does that now with shows that he's seen already. Like, we'll do an episode and he'll he'll watch the first three episodes for the show. And then he'll just go and binge the rest of it. Whatever's there, he'll just go and do it again. So, yeah, it's definitely an anime (laughs) thing. Yeah, but I also retain no information from it because I've watched it so fast that all the episodes blend into one. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't know if it's the best way to be, but it definitely is enjoyable in, in the moment. Yeah. So Attack on Titan being one of your first kind of gateway shows into it, if you were to kind of summarise what maybe your top three favourite shows that you would like other people to check out and uh, witness, what, what do you think those would be? Ooh, I think Attack on Titan is now up there, now that I'm over mm. the first episode, <laughs> three years later. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're finally on board the hype train. I like um, Kaguya-sama a lot. It's yeah, it's so good. It's so good, so funny. Ah, oh, I don't actually know. I reckon I love Yuri on Ice a lot, but I, there's been nothing for like three years, so I'm upset with it. Is there a True. movie? So I did get that one teaser. Yeah. That one teaser. <laughs> yeah, Snow Adolescence. The uh, we got the the teaser for it again, like two years after they teased it the first time. <laughs> So I'm going to boot it down just because it's given me nothing <gasps> recently. I like my hero Goodbye, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we did that last week. The first three episodes were brilliant. <laughs> and yeah, I've, I've started, I've, I, yeah, I've, I've carried on for the next few. I've been very busy, but I want to get back into it. I want to carry on with that. It's, a, it's an impressive show. Yeah, it's one of those shows that's like imprinted in my brain. Like I can close my eyes at night and I will just see images of <laughs> Deku oh, wow. fucking smashing me in the face. <laughs> 
<laughs> POV, you are. Deku fucking curb stomping me. <laughs> God. At least it's not like emancipated all might. It, like that would that would wake oh, up in true. a cold sweat. It's blood pouring. I know. It does get like gradually more gruesome the longer you watch it. Very true. Okay. Very At true. the minute it's still very joke heavy, so um I've got that to look forward to. I yeah, guess. very wholesome. Right. Okay, <laughs> so Steph, this week you have suggested a show for us. Um do you want to introduce it and then after we do a little jingle you can tell us why you've chosen it? <laughs> oh, I would love to introduce it. We are watching Maid Summer this week. It is a re- it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show. I love it. I watched it because I was looking for anime that is similar to Kaguya-sama. But this actually came oh. out like way before that. Um, I think it came out in about 2010. Yep, it did. And it's based on a manga and I'm still waiting for season two. So just to ruin 20. your day, in, just to ruin your day in case you were thinking of watching it, um, just prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that it just does, it doesn't have a c- conclusive ending. No. Well, that is disappointing. All right. Okay. So made summer then. Pitch it, pitch it to us then. You've already said it's kind of like Kaguya Summer. Why mm-hmm. should they, why should new people get in, get into Maid Summer? What what is it about Maid Summer? I'm going to speak directly to the female audience watching this right now. <laughs> Do you brain. also hate men? <laughs> 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 this is the show for you. <laughs> so it, I guess it explores a lot of. Um, fighting the patriarchy within a school <laughs> yeah um we yeah, have the main yeah. character who is uh misa yeah misa, misa. or misaki misaki mm. that's it and she is the president so she takes she takes herself very seriously but at the same time she has a job on the side where she is a maid and she has to bend over backwards to the will of fucking men <laughs> <laughs> So it's quite a juxtaposition of um, her work at school where she stomps the patriarchy and then she becomes that when she goes to work. Wow. Yeah. It's way better than the pitch that I came up with. (laughs) Oh, what was your pitch? (laughs) Oh, we don't need to hear that. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Men are disgusting pigs, sluts. (laughs) (laughs) Men suck. Do you like fetishes, though? (laughs) Yeah, there's a very there's a, it, that is the big selling point I think. It's that contrast, isn't it, between the submissive maid role and the high school what is it? School counselor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, it's really I interesting. I think it does a good job though cuz it doesn't actually mm-hmm. shit all over being a maid. Like she actually yeah. enjoys yeah. the job. It's kind of nice cuz it's like she embraces um the work and she's not mm-hmm. like shaming women who she's not slut shaming women <laughs> very true and they, they, there's a really consistent um theme coming from all the members of the cafe throughout the first three episodes at least in that they're all there and working there because they want to be whether it's fulfilling for them on an emotional level like the chief like the uh, the person in charge who really likes to see people smile uh, or whether it's to help pay for college tuition or whether it helps um to just kind of they're holding down a steady job like all the characters at the maid cafe no one's there against their will no yeah. one's there because um they have to be they they they're doing it because they want to and it pays 
well enough, it seems. It yeah. portrays it really well as like a job. It's it's a job. This is what I do. You know, I don't have to like everything about it. I don't have mm. to necessarily agree with everything about it, but um, it pays well and yeah. I'm going to do it because it's my right to choose what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Because she was saying that she could have another job, but she chose to work at the maid cafe. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. And I like that uh, that interplay between her maid persona where she treats it almost like she treats one of her student council jobs where she takes it 100% seriously and she's like... Yeah, no, she doesn't do anything half-assed. She just... (laughs) She She does everything all at once. Yeah, she Although that is a bit of a character flaw of her. Mm. So Misa as a character then, I think is really interesting to kind of start off our look into these three episodes. We've already talked about how she is 100% in everything she does and how she's really committed to her job as school council president and she's uh, a really good family uh, member in that she's trying to support her sister and her mother after her deadbeat dad runs out on her because all men are shit exactly she's actually but... just got really deep-rooted daddy issues and that's why <laughs> oh god oh god <laughs> my Not dad went out for issues. milk and never went out and never came back <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah so now i wear this maid costume but honestly i did find her quite annoying at the start yeah i found her pr- almost insufferable and i know that that's her de- Strong woman, man hate. <laughs> but before the pitchforks come after me, I think that there is a very, very distinct arc that she has over the first three episodes that makes her a much more interesting character. And I think it's intentional that she's so brusque and that she's so, I hate men, I hate this, I hate everything. And that she then comes around to compromising and yeah, but- she, she doesn't lose her edge but she does understand playing as a team more. What frustrates me a little bit is why she makes those changes. It's almost like, oh, man say that she needs to change. And then, oh yeah, he's right. He's right after all. We should listen to him. He knows best. <laughs> he is, is the sexiest man in school though. Oh, he's a blank well, to bloody be fair, Also the girl at the maid um, gave her some advice. She was like, oh, we, uh, nobody's mm. going to have fun if you're not having fun. And if she's, like, got a carrot up her bum the whole time, nobody else is going to be <laughs> <laughs> enjoying themselves either. She might be, exactly. but no one else will be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honu- is, it, is it Hanukkah that's uh, in... Hanukkah? Is it the bitch... Uh, the maid cafe? Oh, maid the one who... with short blonde hair yeah. who sometimes snaps and turns into a demon. Yes. Yeah, although, <laughs> to be fair, uh, Misa... Is it Misa? Misa turns into a demon at several points. And that's I love re- those I love cuts. <laughs> it's really good animation. Cutaways. Yeah. Where her little gremlin walks oh, through the, like, the destroyed like... city. <laughs> <laughs> it gets progressively more uh, intense and insane. Like episode three, I think she turns into like a black skeletal demon almost. Um, yeah, yeah, just huddled it... over in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> now the animation is is really unique and impressive. I was just going to say about Hanukkah. She also gives us some advice about using pride and personality as an excuse to get out of just doing her job um and i i, I was really on board with that i was like yeah you, you know you can't it, it, at least own up and say that you don't want to do it and rather than saying oh my personality doesn't really fit this uh role it seemed a bit sort of cop outy um and yeah i was on board with bitch made as she was <laughs> be known yeah bitch made as the as the manager says, like she goes into demon mode, but she's very brusque. But she does make good points. 
It's just that she doesn't care about other people's feelings in the process. Mm. I think she's just very passionate about her job. And if she doesn't see other people doing it to the standard that she has, then they are basically the shit stain of the maid cafe. (laughs) You are scum. You are less than scum. (laughs) Exactly. Now pretend to be a little sister. She's incompetent. (laughs) Oh, God. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll no, I think that. we'll save that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Misa, okay, she has an arc, a bit grating mm. to begin with. Can we talk about Usui? Is it Usui? Usai? <gasps> Usai. Usai. Oh, is it Usai? I've, I've been oh. writing down as Usui. Well, I, Usui. I thought they pronounced it differently in the show, but I thought it was written when it came on with the, yeah, Us- Usai. I thought it was Usai as well. Ah. Let's go Usai. Oh, yeah, what, okay. were your, Usai. what were your first impressions of him? Um, I thought he was a blank slate. Um, I thought he was just a good looking guy who was pretty and didn't need to have any character depth. <gasps> he reminded me of Nate from the OC. Now I'm talking to an anime community, so people probably don't know the <laughs> OC. <laughs> also, Nate from Gossip Girl gives us nothing. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Nate from Gossip Girl. Sorry. Nate oh, oh my God. I'm thinking of Gossip a Girl. fellow Gossip yeah. Girl fan. Yes. Well, um... <laughs> I think my in- introduction into Gossip Girl was similar to your introduction into anime. It was more forced watching. Um, <laughs> it's it's le- left its scars. Um, yeah, it's left its scars. Yeah, so I didn't really rate no him one as gets a out of Gossip Girl alive. <laughs> what exactly. about you? Oh, mine or Sam's? Either anyone, anyone can tell me their views. I don't mind. I'll listen. No, I agree. Pretty I sure. just thought he was a sexy man that was going to give us nothing. Um, his head looked very empty. Because he just sort of stands there with a blank expression, but he does sort mm. he does grow on you throughout the episode. Does he? Sort he of just like seems... a fungus, I guess. Yeah, like a fungus. not by choice. He grows like a fungus. He seems <laughs> to just have um, the right answers um, because he's good looking and popular more than anything else. He doesn't really. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get any sort of interesting qualities about him other than yeah uh, i guess they haven't really gone into his backstory or anything <laughs> like that yet yeah he's he strikes me in these first three episodes he's a bit of a space cadet he's just kind of he likes misa and like i think that that much is very clear or at the very least he's putting on an incredibly convincing act um <laughs> and he's i feel like if this was like a normal High school, I know, obviously normal in anime world, what? Mm. But like, I feel like the amount of times he's like that up close to her, there would have been some form of like, I don't know, reciprocation on her part. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a bit (laughs) harassy. Oh, I mean, he definitely looks episode two where he just pulls up a pulls up a skirt. skirt. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that was definitely (laughs) a scene. They're called drawers. Yeah, and that's sort of like, he's been so neutral to that point and have no sort of opinion on him. And then he does that and it just drops immediately because he's had no sort of redeeming qualities up to that point. So yeah, I don't particularly mm. like the character, um, but he's there to look pretty, I guess. And to show Misa how she can be a better person and how she can be a better female. <laughs> better female? Oh no. <laughs> that's what oh, it feels no, no. like. It feels like he's like some expert on how she needs to behave. Um, she's, yeah. He's the think, bridge think... between men and women. <laughs> <laughs> I a think he's a, I think a bicon. He, yeah, I think he's a bisexual man. Yeah, I mean, she. <laughs> there was a clip in the dub. Um, oh, by the way, we mentioned that, that you guys watched this in sub and I watched it in 
dub so th- i don't know whether there'll be any differences <laughs> or discrepancies there but uh, um yeah there's a bit where he's he she said oh I, I thought you weren't interested in girls or something like that she made a comment to that effect um but they didn't they didn't really explore it much after that so i don't know whether that well that might up. just be because he rejects every single woman that yeah. exists in the world he gets Very a lot true. of confessions yeah i thought it, mm. i thought it might be insinuating more than that but um it, that, oh, might, also that. that yeah <laughs> I'd tell you what the the thing that kind of turned me around on him a little bit was one of those confession scenes where it's oh. in the third episode and the girl's pouring her heart out to him and he's spotted uh, Misa like saving a student from a falling ladder in the corner of his eye mm. and he just turns around <laughs> no expression deadpan I'm an otaku I'm into maids maid outfits and all forms of maid culture <laughs> I even cross dress <laughs> as a maid. <laughs> Yeah. And it just walks oh. away. I'm just like that. That got the biggest laugh out of me. Out. Of the I whole mean, it let her down easy. Kind of. She thought it was a test. I think he was trying to scare her off. Yeah, hundred percent. Although it didn't work though. Although could buy it as well. Like there's a part of me that mm. wants that to be true. No, that is a half truth, definitely. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> saucy. Yeah. Usai, you dog. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, my dog is go. at my feet crying right now. Oh, that's alright. I'm gonna let her up. Lock her up. Yeah, she's she can be the the Coco guest. Hello, <laughs> good doggo. Um, let's talk about the animation. Yeah. Okay. So, what um, what did you think? Because I have some opinions. Do you? Oh, uh, shock horror. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam has opinions. <laughs> I liked it. I thought there was it was very busy at times, and uh, but I thought there was a lot of unique stuff in here that sort of uh, transcended lots of different animes we've seen. So it had like squiggly lines and stuff and it had little floaty head pops up and things for emotions. It had, and then like there was a, one of my favorite bits was when she collapsed on the floor, having an emotional breakdown and turned into that like weird, um, puddle. <laughs> well, just it, a formless, genderless blob. Yeah. Yeah. Like the marshmallow man. <laughs> and, um, someone walks in and, um, actually acknowledges that it's not just done for the anime purposes. They acknowledge. Oh, no, God, they're like, what, what is, is that? that? <laughs> and and it, it's breezed past. It's like moved on so quickly, but it's a nice little, um, yeah, difference, a contrast to what usually happens and that all these exaggerated things are just ignored and accepted. Yeah. Mm. It's fun. What did you think, Sam? Uh, yeah, I think it was, it was pretty good. Um, the studio who did this is JC stuff and they're known for either, s- putting 158 billion percent into a show and it kind of looking somewhat good or just skimming along and i think that this walks a really nice balance between the two there are some really quite nice cuts here and there um and i think they i think the animation is limited but what they do with that limited animation works 100% for the jokes that they're trying to tell like there's a moment in the first episode where the sisters behind a door and you can literally see that they're moving the door in Photoshop by like clicking it, scrolling it across, scrolling it back, and then scrolling the sister back as well. <laughs> and like it plays into the scene and like elevates the comedy. So it's pretty good. Is that the one where she steps into the hole on the floor that's been covered by a yes. newspaper? That's a scene. <laughs> yeah, no, poor animation for comedic effect. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think they do a really good job with that. So even though if you were going to be super technical, you could pick holes in it all day long i think for the story they're doing and for it being a gag show it's 100 percent right for what they need to do fair enough anything to add stuff 
I agree with these statements. You agree with these <laughs> statements, good. <laughs> when we look at the characters, um, there's there's it, there's a bit of a it changes, doesn't it, between like those really clear, crisp images of the oh, characters. Yeah, they occasionally mm. use like their chibi forms. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of half chibified, isn't it? It's it, it reminds me of more like shonen-y stuff, like very simplified round rounder character designs, not full chibi. Um there are mm. some full chibi moments. Um Yeah, but, then- but they sort of use that to like exaggerate moments. Like if the character's trying to be cute or they're acting yeah. like a child, they will literally turn them into one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it worked really well. There was times when I wasn't, I'd, I'd forget that the partial chibified version wasn't what we were watching, and then it had cut back to <laughs> the crisp design. The crisp design, and I was like, oh yeah, there's, that's ah. quite nice character design there. Yeah, <laughs> I did quite like the uh, when, when they do big crowd shots as well. Sometimes it's just again formless, shapeless white blobs, and yeah. some of the things that those blobs are doing in the background are really funny. Like there's the bit where. Uh, Misa's telling off one of the boys for belly dancing with a face on his stomach. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and after being freed from his imprisonment in the uh, in the PE cupboard, he jumps out crying with uh, tears of joy for being free. And the face on his stomach is also crying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I saw you did there. So there's a really good amount of attention to detail to the backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that statement. <laughs> I agree with that statement. I also do appreciate when they ratchet up the detail and suddenly we get this unfathomably attractive shot of Usai just like <gasps> throwing his hair Did back. Did you watch the, like... the ending um, sequence as well? Oh, yeah. Where he's just shirtless. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Just this gritty intro to him being in this dark, like, jail cell dark almost. World. Is he like, is, are the bars there? I've, I've, in my head, he's sort of. <laughs> it's horny bars. jail. <laughs> <laughs> psycho to horny jail what did you think of the ed stuff oh it was beautiful i mean i tuned out after about three seconds because i was just looking at the abs <laughs> fair yeah i think that's that's how they get around the rest of the ed just throw in the abs early on and then it, no one really cares what happens after that oh yeah no i have no memory of anything else that's it <laughs> it's just usai and his dashing good <laughs> we do usually break down the op and the ed quite a lot but to be honest it's there is nothing really stand out to me in these two is there anything that you particularly want to bring about either of you uh well apart from sexy usai yeah. i did quite like in the ed there's a really nice moment where usai's kind of got his eyes shut and misa there's a there's a, a bunch of shots of misa doing different things like being exasperated or tired or kind of just walking in an angry way like kind of and it's just overlapping his head, so it's kind of like, look, Oof. maybe she's it's on symbol- your mind. Oh, I thought it was going to be symbolism of Misa's always like running, and he's fucking asleep doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's a symbolism just his of personality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, that's exactly what he does. Now. Nothing, and he gets everything he wants. <laughs> As is the true story of good-looking people in this world, unfortunately. Dad. Sorry, Dom, go on. He's got Dom, he's got pretty privilege. <laughs> he does have pretty privilege. I think he does because he is the number one Ichiban at the school. Yeah, no, um, all the boys the just other... bend to his will. They're like, well, yeah, the boys are just as obsessed yeah. as the girls. Yeah, and he they? actually uses it to his advantage quite a lot. Um, like to when down, when the yeah. guy is in um, locked in the storage cupboard, um, yeah. he realizes that the men are going to revolt against her if he doesn't free her right now so he roundhouse kicks the door down 
<laughs> what just, is this man's power level? Just to avoid that confrontation. Yeah, and the the boys ask him ask him to sort of represent them when they're trying to pitch mm. ideas to me. Oh yeah, for the school festival. We and, haven't and, got to that yet. <laughs> yeah, episode two's big hook is the the school festival arc. <laughs> and that's got one of my favorite lines in the dub so if you haven't seen the dub just watch that scene because they're just pitching ideas and they're you know they're coming up with whatever um poolside bikini shoe and all this sort of (laughs) oh yeah it should be it should be mentioned that the school has only recently become co-ed before that it was um just a boys school so it's something like 80 percent male at the moment yeah yeah Yeah. it is so they are just horny teenage boys and they want to see girls do naked wrestling for their school festival yeah school festival where the public is invited into schools for that festival um but misa is like no we want good wholesome girls to come to the school and they will not want to naked wrestle with you so please stop (laughs) and they just they just don't let (laughs) up they just tweak it's like um at school when the teachers say you can't play uh, bulldog and you go well i'll play this other game that's exactly the same as bulldog my favorite line was when um misa just goes get out and don't come back till you have a good one and th- th- one of them just repeats in a brilliant voice just but you keep rejecting all the good ones and it's just <laughs> to perfection it's a really good line i love it so go, go watch that scene if you haven't seen it already um so okay let's talk about the festival then where do we want to start with that yes. there's a cafe yeah so the school festivals in japan tend to like they are like this the the whole idea is every class puts on this big um booth in their own classroom or outside in the uh in the grounds and the idea is usually to fundraise for the school for the different clubs for the next year and it's also kind of like this big capstone event where um the pupils get to be really creative and just kind of they get to use their learning time in a rare opportunity in japanese schools to not be studying uh in order to actually have some fun and make something and to have this big festival day so they get to choose their theme they get to source everything they get a certain budget and we see a few of those ideas that are quite common so cafes food stalls haunted houses yeah smorgasbord of ideas <laughs> yeah so she doesn't accept any of their ideas and just goes for a run-in-the-mill cafe or does she does she does say a, a fancy dress or a themed cafe um, no, cosplay I think cafe? that was the boys' idea. They were, they were like the cafe is too boring, so they turned it into a cosplay cafe. <laughs> but actually, what they just did was take women hostage inside of a cafe. <laughs> we have a prisoner of war, sir. Send her to the table. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't particularly. Lo- I, I know it's all done in tongue in cheek, and it's just a sort of have a go at dickheads like this. But it is very much these boys cannot come up with a fucking sensible suggestion and then take every opportunity to just to sabotage sabotage (laughs) everything and then somehow they manage to twist it so that she's in the wrong and that she's made oh no we should listen to them they know exactly what they're doing no no they don't like you're doing something different to what they were originally doing because they end up <laughs> they end up just running a cafe with these guys helping out and being very polite and supportive. That's not what they were doing. That wasn't their idea. So now she's made to feel bad for It's gaslighting. Changing. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I was going to say I think the boys in this show are quite well written for being like if if you're thinking about like horny teenage boys, most of the the guys in this uh show 
are like that. Like they're bringing porn mags into school. <laughs> they're flicking through them in their free time. They're talking about boobs. And like, <laughs> Confiscated. Is that what you did in school, Sam? Is, was that your high school experience? I was nowhere near cool enough to try and sneak porn into school. Back, <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in the library playing Yu-Gi-Oh, Will. <laughs> Even in 2010, is porn really still on the magazines that they're trying to get in? Or is it all digitalized? Only if you get the really weird stuff. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> so now we know what where this is pitched. Okay, cool. I mean, let's be honest here. This is an entire show based around maids and maid cafe culture, which... Can we get into that? Can we talk about her? Oh yeah, we didn't even acknowledge life? that. <laughs> She's the Hannah Montana of the maid world. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you get the best. Who's the blonde girl at the beginning maids. of the intro? Oh yeah, that they really, drag off yeah, screen, kind of like shuffled away. Oh, she's not in the first three episodes. I think uh, she's literally uh, in the next one that you haven't watched. Oh, that was very confusing. Mm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that when when, she, when the OPs are playing, I was like, hang on a second. There's Glass's friend. There's Ditsy friend. Yeah. Where's... Yeah, um, I know. They they do introduce quite a lot of characters all at once. Good. Good. That's, yeah, that, that's something to look forward to when I carry on watching this. Yeah. Um, after this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I win. <laughs> <laughs> she wins the anniversary. <laughs> What's Pack my prize? Up, <laughs> So what are our opinions um, on the maid culture and that whole Shazam? Oh yeah. Sam, can you explain maid culture to us for people that may not know uh, as the Japanese or the live in J- Japan host? Yeah. As the live in Japan host. <laughs> you 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 run one of yeah. these places, don't you, Sam? You, you... Yeah, on the side. Don't don't tell anybody though, because I've also unfortunately got ties in with the Yakuza, so if I do mention <laughs> the name of said cafe, they will break my knee. <laughs> Is that how it's pronounced? Is it pronounced Yakuza, not Yakuza? The Yakuza, Yakuza, oh, like okay. either or. Yakuza, Yakuza. Okay. So be Yakuza. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so made culture in Japan. You can't escape it. You can run. You can hide. But there'll always be a maid there to cast a spell on your omu rice. Uh, <laughs> it, it's very much uh, spawned from otaku culture so anime culture and the people surrounded with it if you go to akihabara in tokyo which is like geek otaku anime mecca essentially uh, you can't walk two feet down the street without some scantily clad young lady offering you a uh, flyer for their maid cafe in a very cutesy voice and just trying to escort you upstairs <laughs> um, they exist all over the place you pay a table fee to come in which is usually about two to four thousand yen then once you're inside they call you master okay. so once you step inside you are the master and these girls will talk to you in a way that you are their owner and they will wait on you hand and foot and they have to be nice ah. to you they've got to speak in this cute voice they've got to wear the costume <laughs> and honestly it looks great in anime looks like a dream come true not when you're confronted with it face to face and you suddenly realize oh god it's so cringe <laughs> can i ask a question salmon we're going to try and do this so the listeners don't um they don't get the answer uh you can say no whatever your response but nod or shake your head in the camera <laughs> have you been to one of these <laughs> i have not been to a maid cafe i i did get accosted by a few of them when i was in akihabara but i actually didn't go inside okay i went to the owl we're cafe so proud instead you're in you're in the japanese culture now you know if you if that happened i'm not gonna hold it against you but uh 
it's just look, man it's just I, a completely I'm, different world isn't it part of me does want to go into a maid cafe just once for the experience yeah. but i also do not speak enough japanese <laughs> i feel to be able to navigate that situation without making either losing all of my money because <laughs> they'll just keep bringing me the most expensive my solution to people <laughs> speaking japanese to me is to go hi 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 arigato. yes so i'm just saying yes again and again until the problem goes away if i do that at a maid cafe i'm suddenly out three grand yeah <laughs> and you're working at a maid cafe yeah i have to then put on the uniform <gasps> yeah. to pay oh my, my debts and then i have to do the nika nika ni special prize on their omu rice <laughs> i'm writing a fanfic suddenly you're calling them all big brother <laughs> hello oni chan welcome to the cafe look the thing with May culture as well is that you can't, again, as well as not being able to escape from it being prevalent, you can't deny that it is fetishistic in nature. Yeah, 100%. Like the people who come, yeah, the people who are coming to this cafe are coming to this cafe because they have a particular kink and these girls are, and power to them, they're choosing to do the job, they're likely very well paid, there's good hours, the staff are probably really friendly, just as depicted in the show. But <laughs> It'll be just like this. There's always... There's always that seedy kind of cloud hovering nearby of, yeah, we all know why these really nerdy guys are coming. <laughs> we know here, why you're really. here. <laughs> and it's because yeah. they don't know how to speak to women. So they have to pretend. They have to, to pay them to hang out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. There were two levels there. <laughs> yeah well that's why renting a girlfriend is an actual thing here in japan like there's there's an entire anime about that as well and like it's a culture of renting people because social skills out here tend to get crushed down in favor of study right oh well that's just that's just oh, sad isn't sad. it really <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway the sad truth the, uh... <laughs> but there back is a point when anime. they when they decide to dress up as power rangers and i'm back on board <laughs> <laughs> back in <laughs> I want her to beat me with that sword. <laughs> so we're saying we prefer that theme to the little sister theme. Okay, you Jesus brought it up. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. So episode three focuses on um, theming the restaurant beyond the maids to now little sister maids. Um, mm. Oni-chan. And Oni-chan. I, I genuinely don't know where it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it says on the tin. They they have to pretend to be little sisters and do cutesy little voices, and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what kind of fucking siblings they have in Japan because it like... seems so open, right? Like they're, they're chatting about it. She's chatting to people about. Oh, I don't know when they're reading the magazine. But like it seems my like siblings a... were never cute. My brother headbutted me so hard in the face <laughs> that I now have a dent on my nose. Like, <laughs> is that what they want? Do they want to go into the cafe and just get? Well, I was going to say, do they want to go in there and get beat up? But they probably do by the maids. <laughs> That'll cost yeah. an extra thousand, actually. <laughs> yeah. on me. Oh, there is a point where she, where one of them asks uh, Misa to beat them up. <laughs> oh, God. That was a great line in the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> beat me yeah. up, Misa-chan. It's specifically it's just... Little Sisters, though, more than anything, isn't it? Like, it's the that... Imoto genre. Yeah, but... that was a little bit disturbing. I Can guess just maybe, call it's, a spade a spade. maybe it's, it's like just... the the step sibling culture that is more prevalent <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how that's how the UK gets around it. So this, yeah, because they're is not like, oh, they're not actually, just... they're not actually yeah. related. They're step siblings. 
Yeah, and that they, in Japan they just sidestep that entire issue and they just yeah no that is just your little sister and it's like what the fuck yeah Japan? no. <laughs> also, I feel like we can't not call out Usai for going up to Misa and being like, "Wow, if you were my little sister, I'd be so turned on." <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, that is not okay. Yeah, no, they really just uh, nothing is. Um, it's just very black and white in the show. <laughs> Yeah, I, but isn't it just all? Um, it's just all control, isn't it? It's all just dominating. It's all just. Does, I think the little sister thing is just a way to, uh, I don't know, call call, give it a title, give it give it something that shows that there's a imbalance in power. It's all just that dominate dominating shit, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to look just, at it. That isn't just siblings. <laughs> that isn't just also. It's verging on. It's a really, it's a really, really very dodgy. Yeah, it's just a really <laughs> easy way of illustrating that there's a power imbalance. And you know, you mentioned the fact that there's the step sibling thing is a thing as well in Citrus. That they were step siblings, and we criticised mm. that just as hard because it's like, well, you, you're basically saying they're sisters, and you're just trying to yeah. skirt and navigate the uh, <laughs> the, the the incestual the nature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's a very it leaves a very weird place for this show to kind of leave off on it uh for it to kind of end on such a divisive topic yeah i mean i know that they kind of come around in the end to to the color and uh, it's the the power rangers bit that the show ends on but a big chunk of the episode is dedicated specifically to this uh particular fetish and hey we don't kink shame here Unless it's little sisters. Then we do. Yeah. Go to jail. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect 200 Into yen. the Annieverse does not support these messages. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Steph. Yeah. No, second, second that. Absolutely. Um, okay, for, good. For me, it's that really There's cringe. There's no nonces here. It's that really cringe moment when she starts talking as a young child and then she switches to that sheepish, really shy... <laughs> version of oh, the sundere yeah and the reaction of the staff is like oh my god this is revolutionary you're amazing you're a so master powerful. um and it's just so skin crawling uh, although there is still some really funny moments when they when the, there's a bit when they're talking she's talking to her glasses friend i don't know what the mm. I, I imagine the dub was very the sub was very similar but when she's talking about how they all look exactly the same yeah yeah yeah, so a friend... And it's like, you all wear the same glasses. No, we don't. No, we, we don't. all look These the same. Are... Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. But the glasses <laughs> are different. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you think about the comedy in general? Because this is a comedy show. Uh, Steph, what did you think in terms of, like, general hilarity? I think it's pretty funny. Like, I think a lot of it leans on, like, um, the characters doing outrageous things for it to be funny. It's not so much, like, what, well, I guess there are some lines where they're actually making jokes as well, but a lot of it is in the animation mm. and it being like so exaggerated. Yeah. There's, there's a bit in the animation when they're dressing up as Halloween characters and one of the girls is emphasizing oh, yeah. how, how much hard work, oh. she, yeah, how much hard work <laughs> she's been watching horrors for weeks and then they, <laughs> and just to get into character and then, Misa is talking to her other friend and just in the background she's just walking around doing this <laughs> movements it's very very funny it's just completely random but yeah another good moment 
Yeah. For me, I feel like the comedy started quite poor. I think that there were a few like moments that got a grin out of me, but I don't think it really... I don't think the comedy hit its stride until the third episode where we were getting a lot more... I think the most... The best joke for me was the deadpan, yes, I'm a maid otaku, I'm a cross-dresser stuff. But then also, like, uh, the trio of idiots, one of them being a really good drawer, and then Usai turning up at the window being like, what colour would suit Misa? You've got yeah, 10, 10 seconds. seconds. 10, 9, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Usai like, really brings the comedy up to that level, and I think if the comedy keeps going like that as the show progresses, then I'll be more inclined i don't know i think, think that it's like really really funny i genuinely I think, think you should both watch it in dub i think oh. i think well i thought the comedy really landed even from early on there's a bit when the sis they go home and she's talking to her mum about how hard she's working and the sister just appears at her so- shoulder to expose it and just deadpan goes says something about oh that's because dad left us with no money and uh with those oh there. my god uh, you know the sister doesn't beat around the bush she just says things as they are which is a just really way. Of, like, uh, it's a really good way of introducing the story because she just says everything as it is. She yeah. literally has the personality of a fucking wet paper towel. Yeah, she serves a purpose, but I enjoyed it. It made me. I, I just liked the reaction of Misa as well. She's just. You didn't have to say that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's uh, very good. <laughs> yeah, no, she's it. got no social cues, and it's really funny yeah. to watch. <laughs> She's part of the prize club as well, isn't she? Like she's doing the most work for the keeping the family alive. She won however rice. many kilograms of rice. <laughs> <laughs> rice. Yeah, no, she's miso. a really good character. I like her. Yeah. Okay. Um, has anybody got anything else they want to discuss before we move on? Because I think we're about ready to talk about whether this show has got what it takes to get into the universe. Oh, we haven't even discussed. Um... Oh. I forgot that a big part of the show is like keeping her maid uh, persona oh, a secret. Yeah, um, yeah there and that's some how. Re- yeah, that's again, again with the comedy with that when she is trying to when he comes into the restaurant and she's really second guessing his motivation <laughs> and she completely flips out in her head, completely rages like a demon, and then it cuts to her being absolutely nicey, nicey, sweet. sugary sweet. Yeah, it's um, that's a, a really funny. And that yeah, I love those moments episode. where she has to put on her maid persona and she can't just scream at him like a fucking banshee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I love the bit where uh, she's got the cat ears on. And oh, they're literally moving. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like bouncing around. And then he just starts giggling. Like he's got the biggest shit eating grin on his face the whole time. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe he's just going to be so honest about it. I also like that even though she has to be like, submissive in the maid cafe um she still gets like her hatred for these men across in small little ways like um with the omelet rice the the trio of idiots is like can you write how you're feeling on this thinking that she's gonna write i love you you're my favorite customers and she just writes annoyed hatred (laughs) fuck you It's so good. And they're loving it as well. It's like, oh, she's so honest, but that's why we love her. Yeah, literally step on me, me survives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, wanna I, think sh- it's, I think it's a pretty good hook, but I don't see how they can maintain that for the whole running time, especially because unless more people find out and she just ends up making the cafe super popular with all of her <laughs> like the idiot trio. 
Yeah, I, I see this potential there. I think as more people, there will be a big scene at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, Hannah Montana takes her wig off. She yeah. puts her maid costume <gasps> on. Really <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss Cyrus. We do not condone that. It's not in the dress code. <laughs> Miss Cyrus. That, I was like, who the hell is Miss... Oh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it just sounds so weird. <laughs> it sounds a bit weird. Too formal for her, yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. I agree. I want to. Sh- I want to shit on um, Nate from um, what's it called again? Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um, I want to shit on Nate again one more time because when he goes in in the li- in the little sister scene, I really didn't like. Oh, like yeah. he just absolutely calls her out, calls her out on, and I get the point. It's like you're not being true to yourself. Blah blah blah. But like she doesn't become true to herself. She just does a different little sister that's even weirder and creepier and, that's okay. <laughs> and he's like hi oh, you're gonna thank me now <laughs> i got I did yeah that i made i made that happen that's my thing yeah well done <laughs> bollocks i did it aren't i so insightful yeah uh, uh, no you just kind of backed her into a corner really <laughs> yeah you forced this upon her you've made her act like a sundere and nobody wants a sundere <laughs> <laughs> officially no one on this podcast wants sundry but uh there are people out there i imagine um oh yeah i mean they're still made cafes would you guys keep her secret if you if you walk out i let's say i work i work at the maid cafe i've just Mm. come out of my job okay how many people are you telling is this is this me now or 16 year old me because those are two very different answers oh <laughs> good point yeah actually. no you've got to put yourself in your 16 year old body <laughs> i'm pr- i'm probably telling some people i'm probably telling some friends i mean i'm not going to go out of my way to spread it but it's just as bad i guess no if i saw someone it's a matter of seconds before i've told everyone <laughs> <laughs> honestly the, the way i was at 16 like i'm too afraid of i was too afraid of women to even <laughs> speak with them properly so yeah, no, that secret's safe. Oh, <laughs> just, safe just going, Sam. Just, I would just going back for lunch <laughs> every day. <laughs> so if yeah, there are any yeah. maids, I'm, I'm one of the idiot trio. If there are any maids <laughs> watching like, and you want to confess to Sam, he will keep your secret. Absolutely, <laughs> that's gateway to the <laughs> anniversary. Gmail dot com. Send those. Uh, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> okay, shall we get into our three questions and decide whether this show, in fact, makes it into the anniverse? Yes. <laughs> that was it <laughs> <laughs> no debate no talk that's what in straight away okay so if you're joining us for the first time and to explain to steph in case uh she's forgotten the rules i know that you are our biggest fan mm-hmm. i would never i saw i saw you gave us a, a, a review on the podcast didn't you on uh it's yeah. yes it's five stars and it says this is the best podcast yeah i appreciate that thank you i much. love it so much nice one <laughs> Uh, that was before that. I even that. had an episode. I put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. We can take that. We can clip that and we can run that in between. <laughs> yeah. oh, speaking of which, Gossip um, Girl actually did that with one of my posts on Twitter. No. Yeah, because yeah. they've, they've done a, um, a, a reboot and I tweeted something like, I wasn't expecting it to be good, but it actually was. And they only kept in the bit that said it was good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a stellar review i feel like hey the, look at that the, will we've got a better review than the new gossip girl i think i go. said it was delicious actually uh, <laughs> oh. it, well yeah i've heard it's very saucy it is a lot more saucy than the original mm. and the original was more pretty sexually saucy, fluid as well mm. ah. 
Ah, progressive. Well done. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the review of Gossip Girl. <laughs> this, is, this is the this is the podcast now. It's every episode of Gossip Girl back to back. Let's go. <laughs> Finally. Gossip about Gossip Girl. There we go. That's our title. <laughs> oh, I love it. XOXO. Okay, so tell us what, what, what we do here, Sam. <laughs> so when we're not talking about Gossip Girl, um, we ask three questions about the anime that we watch. And the first question is concept and execution. Do we think that the show's concept is really good and does it execute it in a way that is entertaining and keeps your interest? The second question we ask is, are there any turnoffs? Is there anything that could perturb a new time watcher of anime? <laughs> from watching this show Mm. (laughs) and then the last one is compatibility basically do we want to watch more do we want to get into it and see the series out so to start off with uh, we'll start with steph since you're our honored guest today concepts and execution what do you think i think it does that well i mean it's exactly what it says it is it is a girl who is trying to juggle being the president which is basically destroying the tyranny of men at the school, whilst also having a double life of having to be submissive towards those same characters of men in a maid cafe. (laughs) And I think she sort of, through the maid cafe, she actually finds a balance of um, not having to be so aggressively man-hating. Yeah. Yeah, I think... But still not giving up her pr- principles. I know she still keeps her pride and her morals the whole way through, but she actually yeah. gets an understanding of, like... Um, especially in the second episode with the cafe, and she realises that the boys aren't going to want to work for her because she's not giving them anything. There's no fun in the cafe. It's mm. just a, mm. a boring cafe. She also a boring cafe around. free of sexual molestation. but It's you know. true. Although it does turn into that when she accidentally calls, a, calls someone master. <laughs> true. Yeah. Although luckily Usai saves the day. He pretends that it's a very posh posh cafe from England, from London. Mm, mm, from London. Oh, yes, governor. Let me just shank you in the street. Mm-hmm. Mm, London tings. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Will? What do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, I think, I think exactly the same as Steph in that uh, you get your normal, um, protagonist arc where they're trying to realize something. They're, they're really one-sided, really sort of set in their ways. And then the whole arc is them finding themselves and sort of easing off a little bit and finding a balance. And in this, you've got that coming from both sides. I think you've got it from the school side where she's easing off. And you've got it from the maid side where she's actually realizing she doesn't mind the job and likes the job. And it's, it's like a, mm-hmm. a nice way to sort of come to a balanced person. That's why you've got those really strong extremes of character. Um, and I think the development there, yeah. the potential to sort of show that growth is going to be really satisfying if they do it well. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. concept and execution is really good. Mm-hmm. You? Nice. What about you? Yeah, I think it's, it's a pretty good hook. Um, I, I did, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit worried that it could, wear thin or get a bit more contrived but they've already kind of lampshaded that in the first three episodes with the idiot trio like people find out but they become her fans and then they keep the secret so (laughs) they've already kind of called it a bit of attention to that um yeah i think it is funny i think maybe i'll check out um the dub as well just to kind of see it from another side because i didn't rate the comedy until that third episode but if the localization has more jokes that vibe with me more than maybe that's good 
Um, but I do think it's on a, a, a lot of an upward trajectory. Like the concept is laid out in those first two episodes and then Misa as a character is more likable by the time we hit episode three. So it's it, we're seeing the full potential of what this concept can be by the third episode. Cool. Okay. So come on, the turnoffs. What, <laughs> what's going to stop people watching this show? It's fucking pervy as like... shit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fucking pervy as shit. <laughs> yep. Leave it oh, yeah, that's basically. I think there's that's the big end. Like, um, if you're English watching the show, there might be some things that are quite culturally different as well. Um, oh, especially because yeah. the whole concept of the show is about maid cafes, which obviously we do not have in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to even grasp that, you've got to have like quite a good understanding of Japanese culture. Not to yeah, say yeah. that Japanese culture in. is made cafes, but you know it's a part of it. <laughs> but it is an element, yeah, yeah, and especially prevalent one in the anime community, particularly. And I think, like you're saying, because it is so fucking pervy, and there is this very heavy cultural element that isn't typically seen in the West. It's not the kind of show that you want to have on when your mum walks in. <laughs> <laughs> no. Son, why is that girl wearing cat ears? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a second. I'm not saying I it does enough of this, but I there isn't that much sketchy etchy in it, like yeah. in itself. It doesn't really show a lot of skin, show a lot of sexualization. Mm. It's all in, very implied through the maid cafe. Yeah, and a lot of it, um, it doesn't come across in like an exploitative way because a lot of it is coming from teenage boys and not fully grown men. It's just, yeah. it sort of plays on the fact that teenage boys are just sexually feral. Inherently. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it doesn't come across as like, as, um, what's the word for it? Uh, seedy. Abrasive. Uh, yeah. Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, you make a really good point there, actually. That and I didn't really consider that when I watched it through. Um, the fact that we do see most of the cafe customers are high schoolers. It seems there's no kind of overtly perverted old men sitting there. Like it, it, everyone's doing everything out of their own kind of volition. Oh, I have and... a I have a good question. Okay. Do you uh-huh. think this romanticizes the idea of maid cafes? I think yes, (laughs) and because I've watched enough. Okay, so I've watched enough like documentaries about maid cafes and hostess bars to know that the behind the scenes can get quite dodgy, especially with like repeated customers and people overstepping boundaries and stuff. Mm. This is a very, very what's the word I'm looking for? Sterilized and clean, soft look at what a maid cafe is this is like the ideal world yeah so far it hasn't shown many flaws in the cafe culture really side Mm. of things yeah yeah and whilst yes it romanticizes it i think that could be kind of dangerous to take to heart if you thought that this was everything Mm. obviously we shouldn't take it too seriously it is an anime we also haven't seen the whole show at this point so whether that continues is up Mm. for debate but yeah (laughs) yeah i think it definitely romanticizes it i think it's um (laughs) it, it does it's um it's anyone who watches this who's i don't know of teenage years the way 
it's portrayed from Misa's point of view. She takes it very much on the chin. This is a job. This is what I'm going to do, which completely... She's proud of it. Which justifies people going to it in a lot of places, in a, in a lot of people's minds. It'll go, oh, well, they love it. They enjoy the money. They get, they, they're friendly. They're happy. They love the life. Especially the other girls that are like, oh, I love making people happy. I love doing this mm-hmm. job. It's such a good place to work. Like, that's going to completely absolve any teenage boy of feeling guilty about going to one of these places so yeah absolutely mm. <laughs> yeah good you question definitely see the seeds of uh why made outfits and made anime in general are so popular yeah and why who, just that as a fetish take of, root of all the different fetishes why maids I mean, <laughs> this is like the cheapest costume to get <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah yeah okay uh, um, okay. I think men just like being served on by women, so <laughs> it's sort of like the extreme of getting the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's probably where it comes from. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not getting cancelled. <laughs> I prefer oh, my true. hosts, male and old and of age and consenting <laughs> and well paid. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I stand on it. Um, okay, so I hope they're in a union. Yeah, <laughs> the maid union. <laughs> Unionized folks. <laughs> Uniform or union? Sorry. Right. Um, okay. God. <laughs> does it do enough? Compelability. Does this is the show? We, we agree that it's funny. We agree it's got some good concepts and it plays them out well. There's the obvious turnoffs. Is this? Does it do enough to counteract those? Does it do enough to? show a noob and they're still going to watch it and go okay yeah i can get on board with this take it whoever you want i don't know it's tricky so Mm. of all the ones we've watched with this sort of seedy nature and this uh, because like orum high school oran high school um this is better than that i think with regards to in terms of seediness you're 100 right think like thinking of oran they 100 played into the sexualized nature of everything here it's a fetish, but you can kind of park that away to focus on the romance story and the comedy. Yeah. More so. So I think you can separate it a bit more. If you're going to go think... down this line, is this good enough to get in? Because if you're going to show a ty- this type of show, I'm playing this card again because we did this with Citrus. Like, if that's what you oh, want. to like if a that's... first time viewer. Yeah. Absolutely but not. Keep <laughs> <laughs> us away from them. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah. I think. But what if you I were into this stuff? Wouldn't... <laughs> what if you were in? <laughs> what if you looked yes, at the, this looked is at the for picture? You. <laughs> it awakened something in you straight away. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, fi- I'm I don't, playing. I don't think. Though. Yeah, I don't think I would show this to somebody brand new. No. To anime, I think it's a. It, currently, going into it with knowledge about everything around it is quite good, um, but. But then again, I don't know. Is the just the is the small comedy? Are the small comedy moments enough to just be a casual watch? You know what, Steph? I leave it with you. Yeah, well, yeah. I think the comedy definitely does lighten the the tone of it because obviously it is about maid cafes that might be quite abrasive to a new viewer. But because it is um, shown in a comedic light, it almost gets around that. It makes yeah. it more palatable. So <laughs> yeah. And you've obviously enjoyed this show. Um, oh, yeah. I watched it all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Steph, do you, I, I, I'm on the fence. I think I want to put it in, but it's just whether it's too... 
<laughs> does it <Yeah>. deserve it? <laughs> yeah, does it deserve it? What do you I'll mean? plant my flag and say no. So okay. my vote goes for no. Okay, Steph. Is it? Oh, I'd say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is not in. I just like Brilliant. talking about it. It's fun. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Um, <laughs> Nate, Nate Summer is not getting into the universe. Um, I brought you this Steph. show just to shit on it. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. You know, Perry did the exact same thing when he came. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Here's this absolute turd that I want to tear apart." Yeah, no, my <laughs> other my other choice for this was free, which is also shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Maybe that's what our next uh, next week's episode. Could oh, be, I'll but, be back for shirtless uh... men. <laughs> <laughs> the anime. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Wait, wait for the free episode. <laughs> Oh God! Right, but sorry, uh, made summer, but you've not made it into the anniversary. What a shame! (laughs) Okay, so it hasn't got any anniversary. We um, we've got Steph on, and we'd like to play a little game, Steph. Oh, that I I I I don't know anything about at the minute. So the episode's done. That's all wrapped up. It was a lovely chat. Blah blah blah. We're gonna play (laughs) a game that Sam's come up with. Called real or fake anime title, Sam? Is that the right one? Oh god! <laughs> yes. I'm gonna hit you guys. Okay, here's the rules. So you're gonna, gonna hit, hit us guys with. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna like reach over here from glorious Nippon and somehow batter you. Okay. Yep. So Thank you. rules are: I'm going to read an anime title to you, and simple enough, you're going to decide whether it's real or fake. Now, I had a go at uh, this quiz earlier, and I got 97. percent Blimey! Christ. How many questions are there? <laughs> Uh, there were 30 questions. We're not going to do all 30. Right. We're only going to do half. Okay. Um, the average score is 64%. So I want to see how, how well you guys do. Blimey. Okay. So first title. I'm going to give you a softball. Okay. Yuri on Ice. Hey. It's real. We know this Anime, one. real. Sergeant Frog. <laughs> oh, is it oh. just going to be one of those where they're all real? Um, I'm, g- I'm going to say not real. Real. It's real. Yeah! <laughs> Damn, that's next episode. Sergeant Frog. <laughs> next up. Run away. My teacher is a ghost. <laughs> that sounds real. That sounds real, yeah. It is fake. Oh! <laughs> that should be one. That should, yeah, because a lot of animes that. have like long, convoluted titles yeah, for no yeah. reason. Especially like... Isekais and like, help! I've turned titles. into a slime and my mum is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How did you know next week's episode? And my little sister is a ghost. Oh, no. And works at Maze Cafe. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Next up, we've got uh, Chikako, the child of many wisdom. I. It's real. not weird enough to be not real, so real. Fake. Oh. Ah. <laughs> huh. It's disappointing. Uh, Log Horizon? Yeah, Log. real. Log. Log. Log Horizon. Is it a show about wood? Yes, it's a, it's a truck. <laughs> oh, it is journey. real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that point. Was I supposed that to be keeping real, track yes. of how many points I've got? No, no, no it's fine. Uh, Monkey Dojo Adventure. Real. Love that show. Oh, okay, real. Thank you, Steph. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got you. <laughs> oh, no. Baited. God damn it. Next up is... Oh, we're all friends. 
<laughs> death billiards. Death, death billiards. Death billiards. I want to. If that's a show, then I we need to watch that. I'm going real. I want that to be a show. Fake. It's real. Yes. Oh, Damn. we have to watch that. Billiards, like pool, like death pool. <laughs> yeah. Death pool. Death. And it actually, it spins off into an, another show. As well, it's just so. the off-brand death Deadpool. Snooker. Death pool. <laughs> <laughs> the it's just it's just Deadpool in a bar just playing pool by himself. Which is what half <laughs> the half the movie is, isn't it? Like he's he, he gets all his cases from a bar, doesn't he? I don't know. He does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh okay, we'll we'll go over two more. Okay. Next one. Problem children are coming from another world, aren't they? Real. I'm gonna go no real. It's real. Uh, yeah. Problem okay, children. And <laughs> And the last one for all the points for one billion points and to win the entire competition, <laughs> making all the other questions obsolete is <laughs> absolutely irrelevant. Is Psycano how to raise a boring girlfriend flat? <laughs> flat, <laughs> flat. Is that a colon what does that flat mean? or what? There's no colon. Is she flat? <laughs> yeah. Is she flat um, and boring? Or great mysteries. I think Sam, it's what's... real. What's your phrase? Flat is justice. Is flat that... is justice. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say real. If flat... no, actually, what did you say, Steph? You say real. I'm going real. Okay. I'll go no real just to keep it interesting. Okay. And the winner is. It is real. Oh, yes. No. Fuck you, Will. <laughs> this... God. I, I, yeah. It's so nice okay. to meet you for the first time. That's absolutely. <laughs> also, fine. fuck you, Will. <laughs> uh, Fuck you and your giant colossal chicken. <laughs> I'm so glad we're all leaving here as friends. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, obviously, hit um, us up on Instagram and Twitter at Gateway to the Anniverse um, everywhere. And um, on our email, if you've got any questions or anything, at Gateway to the Anniverse at gmail.com. Steph, where can everybody find you one last time? Uh, I am Steph Sims on everything. On so everything. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Steph O Sims. Is that the zero O or the letter O? Oh, it's a zero. It's very confusing. Oh, I don't make yeah. it easy for myself. Where does it where does it come from? Well, I was gonna be <laughs> Steph Sims and then that and was, was taken. taken. So <laughs> Google suggested that I add a zero in the middle and I was like, that it looks worked. quite nice. <laughs> yeah. That'll do. Very cool. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you again, Steph. A big big thank you for coming on yeah thank uh, you very much so it's always uh brilliant to have i've had a great time sam are we going to are we going to push steph to come up with a show uh for future for a future episode steph do you have any shows that you you think that we could cover either in the future or next week in the anniverse is there anything that you think that we can do to enhance will's anime education Do you want a good one or one that you can chat shit about Whoa. whatever i've got, I've whatever. got two options okay hit us with both. okay so free which i have watched every episode with sam it is yeah. hot dumpster <laughs> fire it's great okay it was it's shirtless a swimming boys who just want to win the tournament nice but their team sucks haru 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 and he occasionally there's some really great australian accents in it Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, Beautiful. And then one that is going to make you cry buckets. We have Your Lion April. Oh, I've heard of this one. It's very good. Sam hasn't seen. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that'd be an interesting episode where you both haven't seen it. 
Oh, Sam does yeah, his due well, diligence. That, that was this week. <laughs> yeah, Sam usually. I do my due diligence if it's just us. But when a guest stops, so I've not actually watched all of Made Summer. I'm in the same boat as Will this week, mm. and I uh, fresh. I think I will finish it off. To be fair, <gasps> shock. Oh yeah, are you both going to watch it? That's the big question. My even. I think I might stick it on. Even though dub. it's not going in, will you still watch it? Well, I get a new I get a new anime every week, so I my backlog is huge. So it will go in the backlog. It will go <laughs> yeah. in the things to watch potentially further down the line. But I've got so much to get through. I'm I'm currently working through my. He's hero, overrun um, with anime. Ah, oh. <laughs> he's inundated. <laughs> it's like a full time job. Only the cream of the crop gets through. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, Fabulous. Sam, you need to decide whether we're watching one of those. Uh, do you want to do that later, or have you made your mind up? Uh, yeah, we'll do that. I'll decide that later. Okay, um, right. For now, it'll be a surprise <laughs> next week. But yeah, thank you one more time for joining us, Steph. It's been great. Thank you for having me. Super. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> thank you all for listening, and we'll see you later in the Atlas. Goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye!